You're listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome podcast, bringing you the best of geek from week to week. Join your hosts, Dion and Quinny, and the occasional special guest as they talk movies, TV, gaming, toys, comics, and everything in between. May I have everyone's attention, please? We have a new student. What's up, Katie? Are you trying to make the rest of us feel dumb? I'm not trying to. It's just happening. Dear God, woman. Regina George is a scum-sucking life burner. Why is he by our table? I can hear you, by the way. Can you hear me now? We're going to make her pay. Girls are made deranged by what's called hormones. W-H-O. What is going on? Don't worry about it. Dance break. Why is this so tight? I mean, you've had it since the sixth grade. You're probably maturing. It's funny how the mean girl open all the doors. I've been told y'all. I'm the Gina George. We as women have to support each other. If you need to talk to me about anything, boy troubles, blackheads, or alcohol poisoning, I have been through it all. Rachel Hamilton fills her inhaler with vodka. Oh, that's how you use it. Slay, queens. Slay like no one's watching. But everybody's watching. Because you're gorgeous. Haley Freilinger has... What's this? Harry Nips. Good Lord. And we are a massive deal. <laughs> it's a musical. This is so fetch. It is. <laughs> Stop trying to make fetch happen, Dion. <laughs> Come on, please. You can't. Couldn't make it happen in the nineties. You can't make it happen now. <laughs> I never tried to make it happen. Actually, I did try to make it happen, but the dog just kept sitting there, going, "No." Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh my god! Have you been waiting two decades to make that joke? <laughs> Only two. <laughs> How well? Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Hey. Thanks. Thanks, Chili. Mm-hmm. That's lovely. Welcome. Lovely to be here. <laughs> um. Oh, beautiful singing voice. Oh, no. Sorry, it's Qu- Quinny. Mm-hmm. Your, your connection is oh. terrible. How many times? Like, okay, we need. Oh, for fuck's sake! Do, we need to do another like kind of fundraiser of like for the love of God. We just need to buy him a cable long enough to plug from his router into his fucking computer. Uh, no, you're fine. You're beautiful. I'm sorry. You. You're gorgeous. I'm sorry. I can hear you perfectly, but yeah. you know, apparently, <laughs> yeah. it's just too much to well, ask. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck what I say. Um, no. In fact, I, even if I had a musical number, I'm pretty sure I'd, oh. I'd actually. You know what? We should have a musical episode of the Periodic Table of Awesome, but where mine's like dubstep, and it's just wop wop wop. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> no, 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 and I just like to thank you, Terry, for jumping in there straight away. Yes, I apologize. I, I <laughs> saw it. It's Wednesday. What should we be wearing? Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Technically, oh. Quinny, you've got pink glasses. Yeah. So you know, as far as I'm concerned, everybody every day is Wednesday. Jill's the only one who got the memo. <laughs> I love little pink stars. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> I know. Oh, well, happy, I guess. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Yeah. What were you doing last night? <laughs> <laughs> what, were know, Jill, doing? what were you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I was having a blessed night off. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> 
<laughs> blessed. <laughs> Uh, hashtag blessed. Um, <laughs> we we were uh, thank you uh, to uh, Universal and Warner, Warner Brothers, Brothers. Uh, and all those um, going and watching Dune mm. too. Mm. Um, and yeah. how was the very special boy? Oh, oh so special, so special. He found his <laughs> oh big boy God. voice and his big he, boy pants, and he put yeah. them on with help. <laughs> <laughs> and then he yelled. He spent like solidly the last third of the film yelling at everybody. Yeah, yeah. With his big boy voice. It was very Dune. Film. Uh, the bucket? <laughs> well, this is the thing. Like, uh, film, 10 out of, film 10 out of 10. No no notes, you know. Well, okay, some notes because there's a review coming. Um, but uh, activation, 0 out of 10. No fuck bucket. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. This thing has become a zeitgeist. It's almost as big as the, the Barbie car popcorn bucket that came out. And, like, the Dune fuck bucket. Didn't make it to Australia, and I was like, sad. There are so many great popcorn buckets that don't make it to Australia, though, and it causes me a great deal of pain every time I see these things. I'm like, I want one of those. I don't want one of the fuck buckets. <laughs> like, just just to clarify, maybe you just <clears throat> a little bit. <laughs> maybe just, just a, like a tiny bit, just to have it on a shelf. Quick, quick, quick question: Does anyone have a like a cinema release chase item that they're after that they've always missed? Like, is it the fuck bucket? Is it like what? Because I have mine, which is a Star Wars. Oh, okay. What's yours? Star Wars Episode One drinks caddy that looks like one of the terrain the transports from the battle droids that is out. I'd like that, please. Internet. I mean, I wanted the one from the Barbie movie, but it sold out so quickly here. Yeah, oh, the, it like actually came movie. out here. There was one that was here that was really nice, but um, yeah, you had to like pre-purchase it with oh. a pre-order ticket, and it was like, oh. Ugh, that shit's no. too exclusive. I can't be. I mean, uh, apparently, hey, a... do you do you have any love of plastic crack? I, I not not this not this category. No, I can't think of any any uh, cinema r- release. Candy bar nonsense that I wish I had that I don't have. No, you just sit in the crowd with your Emmy going, mm, good. I could fit so much popcorn in this yes. Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Just thread the individual slices yeah, yeah, onto yeah. the tips of her wings. That'd work really well, actually. So you, you can tell you have a real Emmy because you know what the fucking thing looks like. <laughs> yeah. sharp. Like, I have no idea. They're sharp. I was really worried they weren't going to let us take her on the plane. <laughs> I love that the, the TSA the is like, no, <laughs> not allowed to. Can't have your Emmy. Sorry. Yeah. Um, it was uh, just a really good way to show off the Emmy, to be honest, to like go to the, the you know, special security place and be like, is okay to bring on, please? <laughs> Especially because it would be in like, sharp, is it okay to bring on? <laughs> Ma'am, is that an Emmy? Yeah. <laughs> Why, yes, it is. Oh, oh this? Thank uh, you for noticing. <laughs> Uh, okay. Oh, this old thing. Sorry. I've just drafted points out something that I do do want uh-huh. to say. Yeah. Um, the D20 that was released mm. for the uh, Dun- Dungeons and Dragons movie, the D20 popcorn bucket, I would have fucking loved one of those. Sure. Um, and also they did a Ghostbusters Ecto-1 popcorn bucket. Yeah. Yep. Right. Would have been all over that shit. Oh, well. Sure. Anyway. Yes. Nice. Yes. What are we talking about? talking about? <laughs> We're talking about, we're talking about uh, not to spoil anything, actually definitely going to spoil stuff, which is why I've left the spoiler logo straight on there. It's uh-huh. musicals, which is a spoiler. <laughs> yes. You know. Because nobody told us it was going to be musicals. No. 
Nobody expects the musical Inquisition. <laughs> and chief weapons are surprised. Um, <laughs> so this is kind of stemming from the fact that every time a movie gets released these days that is a musical, they seem to be completely against the idea of showing the fact that it's a musical in the trailer. Like yeah. people Which are getting blindsided by musicals. weird marketing flex because of the way musicals are. Like you either love musicals or you hate musicals. And if, 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 if you get stealth musicals and you hate musicals, you're not going to be happy with that. And if you I want consent musicals, from my musicals. You're not end up seeing a musical. Like I was literally thinking about this the other day. There's a scale of like musical love and it's like there's the tragics, then there's the fans, then there's they're okay and then you fucking hate them. And 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 the the gap between they're okay and you fucking hate them is huge. Yeah, and if you fucking hate them, it doesn't matter what musical. Yeah. It doesn't matter the breadth yep. of genres and styles that exist in musicals. Just like if somebody sings, like, like you're fuck this them out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I have seen a lot of people talking about that when they'll go on to watch a movie and then somebody starts singing and they're and like they're what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what is this shit? I didn't fucking sign up for this. Now, yes, which that's... makes me wonder: is that where the the marketers are coming from with these trailers, hiding the musical elements, maybe for the the boyfriends that don't want to watch I, them? I just feel the sorry. Friends, you know, I'm not going to be sexist about it, but you know, I'm just feeling yeah. sorry for everyone going to see Avatar three. They're just not going <laughs> to be ready that it's a musical. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing that we haven't talked about is the the musical numbers in Dune Two. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I never thought a sandworm they... could make me cry, but they did. <laughs> I mean, the the second title for Dune Two is Spice World, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. seeing a sandworm come up and go spice up your life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, there are dance numbers where they do the sand walking. That's that's kind of a nice little yeah, soft yeah. shoe shuffle, but uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, spoilers. Come on. Yeah. So- but I have to say, look, when the trailer for the latest Mean Girls came out, the very first teaser mm. trailer, there was oh, not the rage. a lick of music in it. And I was like, why the fuck are they rebooting this? How it can't be that very old. dare you. It How cannot be that old. <laughs> was my first old. reaction. Especially considering oh, the tagline of it. Not your mum's mean girls. I know. Oh, like, fuck how you. Dare how very you? dare you. How dare you. <laughs> Is this, I'm not my mum. Shut up. <laughs> but also seeing like Tina Fey in the trailer, I'm like, bitch, what are you doing? Why are you involved <laughs> yeah. in a reboot? Like, <laughs> yeah, what? Fuck? What are you rebooting your own reboot? What? Thing? Yeah. And it? you know, it's... like, make the children watch the originals like we used to have to, like, watch The Breakfast Club. Like, I'm sorry, yep. what are you doing? Uh, but, yes, that was my that was my <laughs> reaction. And, and also completely ignoring that, like, a shitload of stuff that we thought was awesome in the 90s was just rebooted stuff from the 60s and 70s, which is basically <laughs> the same thing. Um, yeah. Let's pretend that's not, but let's pretend that yeah. that isn't. A real thing. Oh God! Peter, uh, and that, just that being is, raged. That is a curtain that does not need to be drawn back. <laughs> <laughs> but also, when you think about it, like the '80s referencing the '60s, it's just a twenty-year cycle. It is one hundred percent a twenty-year cycle. Wait, are you that, telling that, that dress that she wore in um, um, uh, Pretty in Pink? Mm. That like 
<laughs> the one that she destroys at the end um, and makes it horrible, even though it's like a super cute vintage piece that references 50s style. So it's like it's a 50s style 70s piece that she like destroys to make 80s fashion. Uh, anyway. Are you, <laughs> are you trying to somewhat infer that Quentin Tarantino is a pastiche artist who just cuts together <laughs> scenes from other films that have come before to make new content? <laughs> I would argue that he's probably not alone in that either. No. Are you no. saying that Star Wars wasn't its own original property and wasn't based on anything that came before it? Gonk. Oh yeah, gonk. Anyway. <laughs> gonk, you're right there, buddy. Mean girl. I do find it horrific when you look at, like, the musicals that we grew up on and, and you know, and the time differences oh, between their please. settings. You and mean, like, uh, The Sound of Music, of which you have not <laughs> watched? Thank you, Jill. Yes, well done. I mean, the hills are alive with the sound of music. Quinny, that's from the film The Sound of Music, which you haven't seen yet. <laughs> I believe there's Nazis in the third act. But I that's don't know. Indiana Jones. Oh. <laughs> which is not a musical. No. Maybe no. it should be, though. I would watch an Indiana Jones musical. Uh, um, but uh, I, I was thinking about... Uh, um, Greece, which is uh, one yeah, of those ones I, where I, I figured you were going for Greece before we had that detour. Yeah, but you know, this is a movie made in the seventies, set in the fifties, um, and looking back with with rose coloured glasses on it on something that now is like us looking back on two thousand and or two thousand basically, and it's like, oh, oh, <clears throat> did did time move differently back then or something? <laughs> yeah, did you, did you... But then again, this is exactly what we've done here. We've we've how when was when was Mean Girls released? The original. I don't want to talk Girls? about it. Oh, sorry, <laughs> we have to. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of why we here. Was it not two thousand and one ish? Um, I'm just. It was probably up. something that we should have like looked up before. 2000, two, sorry, two thousand and four. I have two thousand. Oh, so it is literally twenty years. Yes. Okay. Mean Girls, two, mean Girls, which was based on a book. 2004. Which, all right. Well, that's, you know, close enough. Well, I didn't um, watch it when it came so, out. So the book that it was based on is 2002, and then Mean Girls came out in 2004. Ah, and then Mean confused. Girls, the musical, came out in 2017. And then Mean Girls, the musical, based on the musical, based on the film, based on the book, came out in 2024. Yeah. And it was originally slated to be a direct-to-streaming film. Um, and was in in much the same way a whole bunch of other, like, of that kind of content was like, oh, actually, maybe this is good enough to put on a big screen because it's either that or we write it off and destroy it. So, um, yeah. I don't even like it. I have a, like, starter question for this one, mm. which okay. is, like, how do we feel in general about stage musical adaptations of movies of pop culture movies i oh wait <laughs> quinny so we're talking please. like legally so starts as a movie oh, now becomes a broadway musical quinny, okay quick give us a quick one of how is spider-man Spider off the dark <laughs> <laughs> yes um, i've also seen turn out the dark it is <laughs> wouldn't call yeah. it a musical it's a pantomime <laughs> it's yeah at best, what was the pantomime with with Bono and U two and the Edge going? 
let's just make some music that kind of goes along with this. What was the fake one that was in Hawkeye that was about the Avengers? Rogers, Rogers the, the musical. Rogers the musical. See yeah. that? Which I love that one because that is now an actual stage musical that goes on in Disneyland <laughs> um, and goes for half an hour or something like that. Yeah. Um, I love that. But as for okay. Peter's question, yeah. turning uh, musicals, making musicals from movies, I always just take it with a pinch of salt because sometimes I'm like, oh, cringe. But then I watch it and I'm like, oh, actually, that was really good. Has like, been done very well. Yeah. So Legally Blonde, I'm like, oh, really? I watched it. It's fucking great. Uh, another one I would really love to see is Groundhog Day, which is saw it. I'm very keen. It to is see that, surprisingly yeah. brilliant, and it's okay. it's coming, and you should definitely see it. I, yeah, I was very kind of like, right nah, how are we going to do this? Yeah. And both like, how is this going to translate to modern times? Like some problematic themes, but also how is this kind of musical? Only one question I need to know about Groundhog Day, the musical: Does the groundhog get a solo? <laughs> If, if he does, no. I mean, if Puxatawney Phil comes out and gives us a, a, a solo number, I'm like, yes. I mean. uh, no, but there is some like really fun uh, stagecraft ways uh, to uh, um, uh, translate some of the plot lines that you would not think are translatable to the stage. I said my piece, no Puxatawney Phil solo, not going. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fair, totally fair. I decided to look up how many. There are holy fucking shit. There is so many that I hadn't realized had been so so I'll just a quick look down the list. Okay. Almost famous. Um didn't know there was a musical of that. God. Emily didn't know there was a musical of that. Um I've heard of Back to the Future the musical. I would love to check that out. Mm -hmm. Um Barbarella the musical. Yep. Um uh, Big Fish, not something I would have thought. Yeah, that needs to be a musical. Uh, <laughs> same with Bend It Like Beckham. Probably not something what? that needs to be a musical. Um, I reckon that would be a sleigh, though. I would watch that. Yeah. I mean, Bring It On. Um, I, I've known oh, a few people who have done Bring so It On. That, that makes to sense. Translate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Carrie? As Carrie. in, yeah. I, I would love to hear the musical numbers from Carrie the Musical. Yeah. Yeah. Like. <laughs> me in Blood. <laughs> Um, and yeah, and the one that we will kind of mention um, is one that I thought really the color purple, like that was I know oh, it's, it's I a thing, but thought that this was a Broadway thing. I thought it originated on Broadway. I've don't... never heard of the color purple the musical, but I've never heard of a lot of these musicals. So that really? that's just me. But that mm. is some heavy shit because to turn into won, a musical. Like, a yeah. shit ton of Tonys <laughs> like a handful of years ago. Yeah. Like the the list keeps going and going. It's fucking crazy. The I'll one that I actually, year. I went excited Sorry. for. Sorry. Mm. The one I was excited for because I heard about it and I've, I've heard two songs from it. Mm. Batman the musical. Based, <laughs> yes. Based on the, uh, based on based on the first one from Tim Burton. You mean the Prince soundtrack album? Oh, that would work. Yeah. Fucking sick. It's there are there are two songs that have been recorded from it. Um, one of them is one of the songs is the Joker song, Where Does He Get Those Wonderful Toys? Um <laughs> and there is another one that I think is one of Batman's songs that that was recorded Please, released. A song called Let's Get Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Oh, dear. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Um, there is, I'll give you another little thing. There is a, another movie that is a musical based on a musical, based on a movie, based on a book, and that's Matilda. Matilda, Matilda now has Fabulous a, a, a filmed movie of the musical version. Which I have not yeah. watched yet and I it's really, really should. I was devastated to find my niece watching it and I'm like, bitch, have you watched the original? Because how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Muriel's Wedding, the musical, was, was yes. also like oh, yeah. surprisingly fun. But obviously, was, yeah. you know, you've got some movies that like lend themselves material-wise to musicals and the other ones where you just kind of like, what the fuck? And, like, Mean mm. Girls would have fallen into this category for me. Like, I don't, like, watch Mean Girls, the original movie, and go, hey, this, like, really lends itself to a musical-style stage treatment content-wise. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I never had – I never sought it out. I vaguely knew it existed as a stage musical. I never sought it out. Uh, I, I should have watched – Jill did kind of send me a link where I, to where I could watch it and speak about mm. it in a knowledgeable way in this forum and I could watch <laughs> it. She did that and I did not. So I basically went straight into the movie with zero ah. prior knowledge of the – I didn't listen to the music, which I would always do if I go to a stage musical. I just mm. kind of went, you know what, I'm going to watch this movie. And I'm going to see what happens. Okay, well, Peter, please tell me, based on your going in cold, what did you think of the musical yeah. adaption? I felt like as a stage musical, I would really have enjoyed it. Okay. Mm. So it wasn't really <laughs> reading as a film musical. It felt to me like somebody had run a movie through Google Translate and turned it into a musical and then <laughs> ran it back through Google Translate to turn it back into a movie. It definitely like, loses something in that multiple translation, doesn't it? And I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm saying yeah. that I wonder why it was a movie again when it felt like this would be a perfectly serviceable stage production. Yes. Now, as somebody that has watched the stage production, albeit not on Broadway but on YouTube. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Not uh, your fault it hasn't come here. The the stage version is actually pretty fantastic. And I was like ready for this is going to be garbage. <laughs> and even at the shaky angle that I watched it on, it was entertaining. And I thought all of the characters were really like um, well crafted through their songs and how like uh, their characterization was portrayed through the music. And um I have to say the film version of the musical does not live up to the stage adaption. Uh, it, so, so like, like, wanna, Peter uh, like was does saying, anyone not know the story? What do you mean? Do we need to synopsize? Oh, do we need to synopsize? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm... No, because I don't have any music because there's too much music for all of these synopsises. <laughs> if you're going to do a synopsize, you have to do it uh, without music. Um. Uh, did you say a cappella? <laughs> Can you do it in a Valley Girl accent, Grinny? I didn't say okay. a cappella at all. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> okay. <laughs> New student Katie Heron gets welcomed into the top of the social food chain by an elite group of popular girls called the Plastics. Oh, yeah. 
Ruled by the conniving Queen Bee, Regina George. However, when Katie, she makes the major misstep of falling for Regina's boyfriend, her ex, she soon finds herself caught in their crosshairs. <laughs> there, that's it. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> and and <yeah>. that's the end. <laughs> <laughs> Thank oh God goodness. that file ended very quickly. <laughs> caught in the crosshairs. End of song. <laughs> that's how it is on youtube it just gets cut off and goes to the next video oh thank goodness i, oh my goodness. I didn't not like it because i really like musicals mm. anyone who doesn't like musicals would have been fairly enraged by this yeah I because feel. the songs just seemingly come out of nowhere it's a mm. it was a full musical like yeah, we like but, it, like but not in the sense of it's musical it's just like, here's a movie and now we're singing. Yeah. That to me yeah. is not the fun kind of musical. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And that's where it kind of like that works on stage because it's, you're, A, it's mm. expected yeah. stylistically. And B, the there is stagecraft involved that kind of makes that work. And, and you that enjoy translates the stagecraft differently of it. To the, to the yeah. screen. Yeah. yeah. And like when you, you're kind you know, of like when you're not getting to enjoy that element of it, it does feel a little bit kind of like, Oh, why am I watching it in this format? Um, yeah, it doesn't there are a few bits right at the... this format. It's not right for this format. It's not made for yeah. this format. Um, there are a few bits right at the start that I was like, I can, I can feel what this was on stage. Yes, exactly. Like I knew. And it made me sad that, that I wasn't watching it on stage. Do you mean like Regina's like... song and like maybe Katie's? Mm, I'm trying to think which one, but like at the end of her first day at school or something. Do you remember which ones you felt? That um, the Katie's very first song where it starts off in Africa and she's just kind of singing her feelings. Yeah. Um, that. Because for me, it felt like there was no build up to any of the musical numbers in the movie. They felt very cold, open. I didn't mm. feel any kind of atmosphere change. No, like we're coming into a song kind of thing. Yeah. It's just like. Okay. Oh, shit, she's singing now. Yeah. Here's a close-up of Regina. We're not going to reveal her face, but she's going to start singing. <laughs> it's like, oh. I thought, like, yeah. in reference to that sort of thing, the last <clears throat> film adapted, like, musical that I saw that I thought worked really well with that translation of stagecraft to film was Spirited. I really yeah. feel that they had the 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 vibe of this understanding that stagecraft means that you need to have a big busy stage with a lot of people like set with people going on about it and making jokes across things one another to start something. Yeah. I, I had to think for a moment as to what spirit it was, but now I remember the Again, not really sold as a musical. <laughs> but we've already reviewed Spirited. Yeah. That was definitely yeah. sold as a comedy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. There were definitely moments, especially like the, the cold open and everything, where I, I felt like, yeah, I'm just watching a musical play out, but there's no benefit for it being a film. Like, yeah. and and what's more, the staging on a on a stage probably would have been quite spectacular, you know, with big dance numbers and stuff, whereas here it's actually not. It was a lot more peppy and zippy on the stage one, like much more frenetic kind of energy on the stage version of Mean Girls than this movie. This was like more just like kind of sitting in the pocket kind of, you know, we're cool, we're doing what we want. And I feel like the 
the yeah, the one off note of this film adaptation of the musical for Mean Girls was the casting for Katie. And I'm really sorry, but like, can you, I know she's an actress, but can you get one that can sing? Because they had to rearrange all of Katie's songs for this girl's uh, vocal range. because she I didn't sing. notice that because I'd never listened to the songs before. Yeah. So I, I thought her performance was perfectly serviceable because I didn't know the music. Okay, serviceable, but, like, can you appreciate that it was all very, like, mellow and kind of one flat kind of because she doesn't have a range? I'm going to have to take your word for it because um, <laughs> the having not heard the other one, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, she's fine. I forgot she's Australian. Um, yeah, Angori Rice, you know. Yeah. Well, well done, top dance. Her, like, way too simp. Yeah, no, no, that, that's completely she, fine. It's, she it's a doesn't fair. live up. She worked for me as Katie. Katie. Oh, I don't know. I she, really she, felt no, like she, Lindsay's Katie had way more. I mean, Lindsay's Lindsay, right? Like you can't out Lindsay, Lindsay. That's the problem. And that is again. That's also kind of the problem with this kind of remake. You can't um, expect like what are you adding? What are you adding yeah, by making exactly. this a film mm. again? Like yeah. you know, it, it and it makes it really difficult for the cast because you mm. you it's such an iconic role like. Lindsay as Katie you know how do you then carry that and take that when you know it's also in a different format I think it was like probably a really tricky thing to do I enjoyed most of the performances you know I I enjoyed the music and lots of the things about it I was extremely distracted the entire time about how much Renee Rapp looks exactly like a young Busy Phillips like that casting was incredible but also so distracting because I kept being like how have they done it how does she look exactly like like Dawson's Creek busy? What is happening? Oh, I was just distracted by Renee Rapp full stop because yeah. like I am 100% in love with her. Which is Yeah. I'm glad you can say that because I'm not allowed. <laughs> Please. <laughs> As of uh, like 3 weeks, I'm probably not allowed to say that either. Oh, okay. Well, right. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I, I, I get, I do get what you're saying with Katie, but like, I don't know. I think, I don't think that I had high expectations there either because I was like, well, obviously they're not like, you can't, I don't know. You can't sure. add to I mean, that role, yeah, I guess. Bringing her own thing to it, but is it, you know, is there a fresh perspective there? Probably not really. Yeah, but that's the entire film, right? Like, <laughs> is there a, yeah, and exactly. well, I guess the fresh perspective I, a little bit is bringing it into a Gen Z perspective. But, but the problem is they didn't change anything about it except the language that they used. It like, really why would you still that... call these girls the plastics? Because that was such a, der- a derogative thing about having plastic surgery, like, in the early mm. 2000s. It really surprised days, fucking me. Everybody's that... got a fucking Brazilian butt lift. Like, yeah. Or had buckle fat hey, removed. Well, nine-year-olds nine <laughs> are getting face cream. Like, what the fuck? I know. Yeah. It surprised me how closely it tracked to the original plot because there are some things that just don't work now, you know, like the, the fat-shaming element of um, mm-hmm. of uh, giving um, Regina the protein bars or whatever they were and that kind of thing. I, I kind of yeah. expected that some of those plot points may have been updated so that they worked better generationally. But Yeah, I didn't really buy it either copy. because Renee has such a normal body type Exactly. Anyway. So it's like... Yeah. But How this can you is the say problem that she's getting fat because mm. 
and that that's but, such but a terrible this is thing. The, the, the problem of trying to adapt something because the stage, like doing a stage show, a stage musical of a movie is mm-hmm. kind of timeless in a way because yeah. when you adapt it, you say, hey, we're we're referencing this thing. Yeah. And it's obvious. It's time. If they had so leaned you, you in can and do the stage show in Greece, like, which is about the 50s had, or the 70s or whatever. Yeah. I mean, if they had said it in the early 2000s, like it originally it was. It becomes a period in. piece. Exactly. Yeah. And then you can forgive these small things, but like updating one part and not the rest, just, yeah, it doesn't work. Didn't didn't quite gel yeah. quite right. And how I would say if you like musicals, still watch how, it. How how are we going fun. with our basic tenet of this? Is like how do we all find the fact that nobody told me it was a musical? <laughs> so were you pleasantly surprised, or you're more like this should have been a remake? I mean, I enjoyed the performances of the songs, and I thought that the songs were good, and I liked the the song that was created especially for the movie that wasn't you know which song was that musical, so. Uh, the one that's called It's Not My Fault, sung by Renee Rapp, featuring Megan Thee Stallion. And oh. Megan was even in the movie, which was really fun. Nice. Yeah. And so I was Lindsay, which was also fun. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Um, yes. Good. You know, as a non-musical mm. lover, I am, a, mm-hmm. I am an active participant in enjoying some musicals. Yeah. Um, I quite enjoyed the like. I think I felt like it, it opened strong. Like I okay. think I got on board with it when it opened, and then about halfway to maybe three quarters of the way through, I started going, "This has run out of steam. <laughs> this, is, this is just turning into it." Like you're quite right. And so, as you all earlier earlier said, that it's it's kind of it's a it's a remake. It's not covering any new ground. It had the yeah. opportunity to by updating a few things, and it could have provided a few like a new twist somehow like on that. But you know, being a remake of a musical version of a stage show of a movie it's kind of hard and i feel like everyone kind of ran out of steam at the end and we're like oh closing number closing number we're done okay end of end of film musical thing and it it started too chill and then it just kept that pace the whole way and then exactly it lost steam like at the moment where regina's like sharing the the burn book around school there was no sense of drama. Well, I didn't feel any kind of like stakes or drama or anything from that moment. There was no like fire or rage. It was just like, I'm going to see while I write all these nasty things and then show it to everybody else. I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, getting to that end where the breakup of the crown and, and everyone gets a piece as yeah, a like, metaphor. <laughs> and I was like, yay, participation medal for everybody. Yeah. But then, so you can tell it was early two thousand. Then just just don't have a, a popularity contest at your end of school dance in the first place. <laughs> do they even do that still? I don't fucking. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. What no, Iowa but... State School did I go to? I don't know. <laughs> I guarantee Iowa you. Iowa don't know. I guarantee you. At the end of graduation from my high school, there was no such thing as a king or queen. Mm. No, with <laughs> those who survived, it was just like congratulations, get off the stage. The end. I can't. We haven't really discussed the formatting of this podcast, but are we no. rating these or are we just giving no. like a yay and no? Ah, we give that out. Okay. I think it's a. Do you should um, people watch it? You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, can you if recommend you like it? Musicals, sure. <laughs> if, if you're, you're like a fan of sure, Mean but... Girls, should you watch it? 
no, if you're a fan of Mean Girls, just watch Mean Girls. Yeah, yeah. just watch Mean Girls. And then, you know, seek out the stage production if you're, you know. But I didn't have a terrible time. Like, if, you, if you're interested in musicals, go for it. I might just write a little tip in the chat on how people can find Broadway musicals um, mm. without having to go to Broadway. Yeah. So if anyone's right. interested. Yeah, I think it's pretty kangaroo pointed out. There's a Mean Girls 2. So is there going to be a Mean Girls 2 the musical? I didn't Hopefully. even know there was a Mean Girls 2. So yes. I'm... And then there's Mean Girls <laughs> Tokyo Drift. <laughs> Mithrine girls. Uh, oh. Mean, mean girls for <laughs> two mean two girls. No. Oh. One cup. Yeah. No. I was waiting for it. <laughs> and then just eventually mean. <laughs> and then girls 10. <laughs> it's all done. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. That's it. Like, um, let's hope they never get to Mean Girls thirty. Um, did, did we all get a, a, a vote on this? You know, Jill's a bit like, yeah. You know? I'm like middling yeah. on it. I mean, uh, yeah. If you're gonna watch a musical version, probably try and seek out the stage one. Sure. Yeah. I, I'm just gonna yeah. say, I'm agreed. Uh, I ran out uh, of puff um, with it, so I'm gonna be like, uh, you could skip it. Just go watch Mean Girls. <laughs> then watch a musical of it, which has got good reviews. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Which one do you want to go? Um, what, 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 I, I also feel like this. This sort of sits in. Oh, sorry. You go. Sorry. You go. Q. Continue on. Sorry. I was just going to say this. This sort of sits in that same weird thing of like the the musical to movie to musical. The, I, I got strong flashback weird vibes of High School Musical the musical the series. Okay, um, fucking come for me on that because I love that series. <laughs> I'm not not coming for you, not coming for you. But I there were there were elements of that where I was like, ah, I feel like you know, we 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 are transferring backwards and forwards between realities. It's extremely here. self-referential. It's set in the high school where they film the musical, and the kids all go to that school, and so it's like a thing where every year they do High School Musical. <laughs> so just and just we're like, all in this together, just like every <laughs> high school theatre production house ever or community TV theater. show that gave us Olivia Rodrigo. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Right. What's the next one? I don't know. Which one do you want to look for first? I don't know. Queen you look like a bit of a Wonka. Wonka. Let's do Wonka. Uh, yeah. I don't have yeah. the trailer for Wonka. You can find that. But here's a clip from Wonka to find okay. out whether or not you think that this is. Here, try this clip. What are you doing? I'm making chocolate, of course. How do you like it? I don't know. I've never had any. You've never had chocolate? Still, no. Well, lucky for you, Noodle, I have a selection of the world's finest ingredients right here in my travel factory. Whoa. Where to begin? That's the question. I know. Silver linings. Made of condensed thunderclouds and liquid sunlight. Did you always want to make chocolate? No. Back when I was your age, I wanted to be a magician. I keep explaining this to the chat. It's like, all of these are musicals. <laughs> Did you not <laughs> understand this? Nobody told if me. If I'd have known, I would have suggested we try and find one of the musical right, songs. Okay, I'm going to come back now. But, Ready, you know. five, four. Oh, uh, yes, there we go. Sorry about that one. We all got distracted by the fact it was like, is this the one with the musical songs in it or not the musical songs in it? No, it wasn't the one. Okay, cool. 
Um, take <laughs> so it from we're us. not telling you that it's a musical. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I can't believe that we didn't tell you it's a musical. Take it from us that <laughs> that is a musical. Absolutely. Even though it doesn't look like a musical, Wonka has a lot of wonky songs in it. Hey, I liked the songs in Wonka. I had a lot of fun with these, but, you know, that's 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 something we can fight it out over. Right, okay, fine. I'll start the fight. Um, okay. Bring it. I believe... I believe that this Wonka relied too heavily on Gene Wilder's Wonka uh, for its charisma. For its riz, mm. as the kids say these days. Well, Stop trying to make riz happen. I mean, this is this is a very interesting one because, like, I watched this not expecting it to be a musical and there was too many songs for me to understand that it wasn't a musical. <laughs> but then I also have seen Willy Wonka, the one with Johnny Depp in it, and that is not a musical, and that one has a lot more things to answer for. But overall, I highly agree with everyone who goes like, why don't you just watch the fucking Charlie and the Chocolate Factory uh, one where you just get to see Gene Wilder? And if they're going to remake it or add to the mythos around... It's not a remake. It's a, pre- it's a prequel, and wait, I quite I, like wait, the I fact said, that I said telling add, a story before that. I said add to the mythos around it. Just go and get ketamine Gene Wilder uh, and put him on the stage. <laughs> yeah, fresh off the bear, he can go and make chocolates. <laughs> Jeremy Allen White, yes, we know. Uh, and, and he can yeah, do the, the prequel one. I don't need to see Timothy Chalamet, uh, sad boy with mummy issues, be super pleasant about this. Although I Hugh- can't work out Timmy Chalamet's brand. He is all <laughs> over the shop with film choices. Well, he was told apparently by uh um what's his name? Uh doesn't date under 25 year olds. Um oh, Leo. Leo, don't do superhero movies and don't do what was the other one? Oh, and don't Musicals. do what's expected. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, fine. Yeah, when your what's his name prompt is doesn't date under 25 year olds, like you know you've like <laughs> slipped in the world. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Should be a musical about him. Um but yeah. The um the role dialisms were very prevalent in this film, weren't they? What do you define as a role dialism? Oh, any kind of ableist <laughs> yeah, behavior. Just, yeah, yeah, like, it's like uh, kind of racist. Uh, <laughs> you know, just, uh, very shamey uh, anything that is not the norm. Uh, yeah. And uh, focused <laughs> almost entirely on white people. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, on the movie that you enjoyed so much, Grinny, but... <laughs> hey. I, I, if I if I couldn't recognise its faults, I wouldn't be much of a fucking review order. Look, she's conflicted. I feel like I'm going to occupy a middle ground here Go um, because I do see the value in um, adding to the mythos of something. Mm-hmm. Whether Roald Dahl is the thing that we should be focusing on to do that uh, while being very Roald Dahl-y about it, I'm, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something about this that was almost it for me because the music was good. Yeah, it, yeah. it was it was new. 
there were some lovely like two-handers like ensemble pieces duets there was some really there clever was some music beautiful um film musical treatment that felt film musical and not oh i could just be watching a stage show um of of some of these musical numbers um there was you know it was beautifully done in most respects um it was a you know a different plot you know a, a different mm. take i didn't feel like i could just be watching charlie and the chocolate factory because it was yeah. a completely different story but with all of that it just there was something missing it's kind of like they forgot to add the soul before they brought it alive and they it just you know because it had all of the bits that yeah, should have made it magical inexplicable. and yet yeah. Beneath the surface, there wasn't magic. Beneath the surface, for me, there was it. It felt soulless. Yeah, it was like I, a sociopath of movie musicals. There was just something not quite right yeah, about it. Yeah, I am so attuned with exactly what you're saying, Peter, because I did think, oh, this is very charming, and uh. it, Timmy has the riz, and <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying riz now. Um, but yeah, changing the just... name of this show. <laughs> Timmy got the Riz. <laughs> Periodic table of Riz. Um, yeah, there was just something that was just didn't quite make it all the way for me. I'm like, why aren't I on board with this 100? percent And I don't um, think it was necessarily just Timmy. Like, yeah, there was certainly a surface levelness to that you know could never meet the Gene Wilder treatment of the character, even like an early treatment of that character that should kind of start to have some of that element coming into it. It, it didn't achieve that. But I, it's to me, it's not a Timothy, Timothy Chalamet problem. The problem is bigger. It, yeah. And and what I, I can, I, I who did enjoy it, mm. um, and for the same reasons you did, Pete, I thought the music was very clever. I thought some of the musical numbers were really well thought out. Um, and I thought it had an interesting yeah, new story, very much exactly what you said. I think the thing that I found missing, because I, whilst I enjoyed it, I am not without criticism of it. Um, and what I think it's missing, if, you, if you're going to reference and lean heavily on the wilder version, mm -hmm. then you need to have the edge of wilder. You need and to have he, that bit of crazy. His you need to have so the the, the possible danger. Yes. He was unhinged, but like in a really put together kind of way. Like yeah. he, it was all behind mm. the eyes. And I, do, I think Timmy was just like, oh, he's so charming. He's very cute. He's like doing all the right things. But the best part about Willy Wonka from the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory film was that Wonka mm. was weird, and you're like, yeah. this guy's a bit dangerous. He's a bit kooky. We don't fully know his story. I they kind of like lost the magic with this because they explained so much of his like backstory. Like, oh, he came from a like a loving mother, and you know, it was a single parent family. But like, you know, they and they, then she got fringed. They had you know yeah. so much love and all of this stuff. I'm like, but. 
that doesn't explain this psychopath that was murdering children in his chocolate factory. And again, it's, mm. I don't think that that lack of danger is just a Timothy problem because you know the what. No, it's in the script. What, yeah, the 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 um, what the character that Charlie in the Chocolate Factory has and why it was all of our nightmare fuel as children <laughs> was that yes, it's for children and it's a musical, but you know the soul behind that is a dangerous one. There but was the rowers keep on the- rowing and they show no signs of slowing and they're exactly. certainly going to keep going. The no. nightmares, the nightmares, like like mm. uh, like people, like little children getting stuck in things and exploding like balloons and that like happened in my young head. It wasn't, again, it's not just Timothy. Nothing about this plot had that element of danger. There was no true element of that kind of mm. even like you know, the three chocolatiers that kind of get together to try and destroy Willy Wonka they weren't scary I mean no, fun characterizations are well played but mm. but just you know it, it was deeper it was deeper than any of the individual elements all of the individual elements were very well done yeah. um like but, and so they even had a great musical number and yeah. I, that I really enjoyed. I agree that that like the the question of race is a is a problem. The dullness of it. The one that I as a, even as I was watching it the first time, I was like, oh Jesus, this fat suit is unnecessary. What Which is fuck? why if we were giving it numbers, it would be getting a very low one from me because you know that I'd subtract points um, yeah. for uh, fat phobia and particularly fat phobic comedy, and this this would lose a lot of points. Mm-hmm. A lot of points. Yeah, like why would you make it have to be the Keegan Michael Key character? There was yeah. no point to it though. There no, was, was zero a, was point to that subplot. being anything to do with the plot. It wasn't yeah. funny. It was supposed to be funny, but why was it funny? Yeah, What's no. funny about that, guys? Yeah. What, Do you, tell. you know, you could very easily have kept the song about paying him in chocolate and not have the fact that, you know, he was eating a lot of chocolate do that at all. Unnecessary entirely. And becoming and also, you know, comically, comically fat in like an unreasonable amount of time. Like it's just, it was stupid and it didn't work and it wasn't funny. Mm. Uh, and it pretty much destroys the chance of me ever recommending the movie to anyone. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. As, as I was watching it, I thought, oh God, Peter's going to hate this. <laughs> um, How are you feeling about your Wonka boy now, Quinny? Hey, look, there is. I'm, I will defend advocate, it from the. I will defend it from the perspective of it being a really good musical. Like the music in it is beautiful, and I've really enjoyed a lot of the numbers. I think the reference to um, pure imagination goes quite beautifully at the end. Um, and I thought that I actually found myself quite amused by the Oompa Loompa song. Um, you know. Yeah, I didn't hate the Oompa Loompas actually. Like, yeah. there was, there was only the trailer, and I was like, "Oh God!" There was only on. one Oompa. Yeah. Like, yes. You know, I kind of enjoyed that they made Lofty. this like a uh, very definitely a different kind of like species kind of thing, not just a short statured person. Mm. I like that there was lore around the Oompa Loompas that they come from like this other dimension and they're. Very yeah, from only land. like a foot tall, you know. Yeah, and I mean, all of that was originally in the books as well. Like, oh, okay. you know, the the they just the, decided to use little people for. They their, did, their and I mean, that was one of the weird things about the two thousand and five one, where they were like, okay, well, all the Umpalumpas are one guy. It's all Deep Roy, um, and it's and they will do musical numbers, but they're going to be creepy and not we and not fun. You're like, cool, good choices. <laughs> 
Um, I love how successfully I seem to have wiped like most Johnny Depp movies from my mind now because I have well no memory of that and I did see it. Do you remember? Yeah. He was he was in a movie called The Lone Ranger, which was mainly about oh jeez, Tonto. I yeah, I do remember yeah. that. Yeah, why would actual you cannibal up? army hammer in? <laughs> Only oh, yeah. alone. I will single-handedly bring Army back into the fold. Um, <laughs> the, yeah. the one thing I will say if you, about if you this cut off is, your hand, <laughs> um, Wonka as a film is still not as shit as the Wonka experience that has been doing the rounds on Twitter in the last couple of days. Which what is that? It's amazing. Um, a company uh, sold a an experience of, you know, a Willy Wonka experience that they sold it all with AI art and then people showed up to a shitty fucking, um, like, warehouse with Piss Week World level quality of stuff. And there is a picture of the, of a woman dressed as an Oompa Loompa serving cocktails that is the most depressing <laughs> fucking Wait, thing like, you have seen on the sexy internet. Sexy Oompa Loompa? I'm not sure whether she's meant to be sexy. Because <laughs> but... I'm thinking, like, spirit Halloween, like, sexy Oompa Loompa. Vibes. Yeah, I live for that chaos. Yeah, this it's it's giving strong dash con vibes. Dash con, I was just about to say. People called the police; they were so pissed off. Oh, oh my god. Um. Okay. So yeah, like the movie may be bad, but not that. Do you have had money removed from you? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Oh, if you say I to advertise your shit. <laughs> Look, I mean, every, anyway, anyway, people people will will sell stuff on anything just to, and they, if they can yeah. get away with it, they can. Kind of like Wonka. I didn't enjoy Wonka. I tried very hard. I really, I tried very hard, uh, but uh, I didn't actually enjoy it by the end. And I was just like, this was unnecessary. Aww. Lots of people That's in fair. there. Lots of very like great characters and interesting ideas. And you know, he's not a bad Wonka in general. But yeah, I kind of went. I don't need to know Wonka lore. I just need to know. You know, I need to see. Yeah, I want. I want to see a bit more of the crazy. I want it to be yeah. a little bit less fake. You know, how did that world where it was? It's all very soundstage. Uh, yeah, it, it was. Yeah, and that that mm-hmm. fake city, which is a cross between you know, like uh, uh, Berlin, London, and London, and Prague, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, Whereas, Prague, I mean, yeah. wasn't the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory set very definitely in London? Mm-hmm. And it was like poor decrepit London and this wonderful thing that's the Wonka factory. Yeah. Um, yeah, but once again, this is the dark element that I miss and I think they went way too light with this one that, like, you talk of even in the first, um, that film, they talk about the fact that the, the factory has been closed to everybody for 20-something years. Nobody ever goes in. Nobody ever comes out. They just mm-hmm. sell chocolates and they're really their best chocolates, but nobody knows what the fuck goes on in there. Yeah. And it's big and it's intimidating and it's scary. It's not a magical place from the outside. Yeah. And I like that. And I think you're right, Jill. That that's the thing that's missing is is that element of danger and that element of like they try and keep it in with the um the scrub 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 it and um oh, yeah. or whatever they yeah, are. Olivia Coleman's character. And you can't but love it. It needs to be in him. Like, he's got to be dangerous. Look, I mean, if you try to add the edge to the musical, you just end up with Spider-Man turn off the dark. We've been through here. <laughs> All roads lead to Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, I, I, I do hope oh, that one God. day somebody goes, let's make a film of that. A Please. film of that. 
I want to see no. I, I don't want to see a, a film of based on the musical Spider Man: Turn Off the Dark. I want to see a film about the production of Spider Man: yes. Turn Off the Dark, and all the, the main characters yep. are the people in the background going, "Jesus, what have we done? <laughs> how oh many God. how many Spider Mans have we killed this week? What yep. if it wasn't like an actual documentary, but a mockumentary? Yeah. Now that would be even. I funnier. would watch the shit out of that. Parker yeah. Posey better be the what's her name, Julie. Uh, Taymor, yeah, Julie Haymor. She Parker Posey playing Julie Haymor. Taymor, sorry, as uh, as that. I'm like, yes, yeah, sold. I want to see it, hundred percent. Uh, should we I, go I, to I, another one? Like, can you recommend it? I don't think. I think everyone. That one was all right. Uh, my mum's pretty much gonna watch it. I learnt that my 65 year old, I'm calling her out, mother, has never seen the original Willy Wonka, and that is like. Of her now. I know. She's like, oh, I really oh. want to watch. Uh, how, Wonka. Quinny? Like, how could someone <laughs> get to a certain age by never seeing <laughs> literally staple films of everyone's <laughs> upbringing that were on television for decades? How? Every fucking Saturday for most of my childhood growing up, there was the Willy Wonka film. I don't remember seeing Count Sound of Music on TV. <laughs> it must oh, have been because we recorded it on VHS. <laughs> I wish this was a musical because I'd have a real fucking intense song right about now. <laughs> <laughs> like, Don't. when the emotion is too big for words, we must sing. <laughs> Quinny, I am weeping in solidarity, bro, because there are so many movies where someone's like, have you seen that? I'm like, nah. And they're like, what the fuck's wrong with you? So, yeah. yeah. See, so there is a really our, good musical number yeah. called, you mean you haven't seen that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think all of us somewhere in us have that. Thing we oh god! Yeah. No, I've seen yeah. it. I've seen everything. I've seen it. I've seen it all. I've seen everything. I've seen <laughs> it all. <laughs> have you seen that Tari. one? Have you seen that one, Dion? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Tari. I don't. I don't have the, the music in front of me. Otherwise, I would. I would. It's... It would be a soulful kind of thing. Very, it's... very. A little like memory. It's just not. like a Clockwork Orange. Yeah. I have. I have literally seen everything <laughs> apart from the next thing that we're going to talk about because I didn't. Get <laughs> <to> <laughs> Wow. I gotta go to the trailer of this one. This is gonna be a ha- yeah. I'm a filthy has been. Yeah, fucking has been. Well hello there, you wayward sinner. Do you like blood, violence, and depravity of a sexual nature? Oh, Daddy, I uh Do you really expect me to memorize this whole script? Of course you do! That's why you're in hell! <laughs> what would you say if I told you there was a place to stay that had none of that? Welcome to the Has-Been Hotel. Your last desperate attempt at salvation starts here. So, what do you think? I'm sorry, what the fuck was that? Uh, yeah, one note. This place is about second chances to convince heaven the people of hell can be redeemed. Hi, mister. Go fuck yourself! Have you ever wanted something that was so clear in your mind that you could taste it? <laughs> You're gonna help sinners? <laughs> Fucking hilarious! <laughs> it's a feeling like a rumbling in your gut. I just hope what I'm trying to do here will work. Are you fucking high? Yeah, hold this. Ah, oh my god, oh my god! For the first time in my life. Holy shit, why? Ready for this, ready to be the- We got 24 hours before the extermination begins. Let's get to work. And although I kind of feel unsteady, now I need to be ready for this. They're gonna fucking die. They're they're gonna die. For the first time in our lives, we know that we are ready for this. Well, shut up, Kevin. I think I'm 
really hope that I'm ready for this. I'm a bad man who never got enough hugs. Where's an innocent kid I can sell crack to? Who wrote this? It's great, right? Keep going. Okay, so didn't know anything about it. Tell me. Sell, sell me on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can you give us a synopsis, please? Okay, this series... <laughs> Hang on. No, no, uh, demon. More give demon. us your old-timey Alistair Crowley. <laughs> Alistair, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I need I need a shittier microphone for this. <laughs> The series revolves around Charlie Morningstar, Princess of Hell, on her quest to find a way for sinners to be rehabilitated and allowed into heaven. Her hut via her has been hotel, as an alternative to heaven's annual extermination of souls due to hell's overpopulation. It's not a good synopsis, <laughs> but there you go. So basically, it's a, a story of uh, Charlie Morningstar, who is is Lucifer's daughter who has decided that she's going to create a hotel that will hopefully rehabilitate cells, souls and let them go back to heaven um, because heaven every year goes through and kills fucking everyone in hell. Um, and it's full of swearing and it's got some very, very interesting musical numbers. And I'm sorry, Pete, it's an animation and I, I know. And there is a direct you. connection between it and Mean Girls, the musical. Is there? Yes. Because the the singer who does who plays Katie in Mean Girls the musical on stage plays uh, Princess Charlotte, Charlie Morningstar, in yeah. this. Yeah. So they got someone who could actually sing. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, ouch! Ah, ah. But it's a show about hell, so I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, early marketing for this was not musical-based. It wasn't until like a week before the show dropped that there was a full trailer, and I'm like, it's a musical? Now I want to watch it even more. Yeah, and I mean, this is, this is you know, right up my fucking alley of so many different things that, you know, I was like, oh, okay. So animation. animation. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Musical, yes. Um, about hell. Um, with interesting character designs, um, some great voice actors, and yeah, it's, it's just fucking cool. And they swear a lot, and it's very much aimed at adults. Yeah, there's also a really wonderful like uh, thing about it in that you will recognize all of the characters because they are based on like biblical law. So I mean, everybody's in there. You got your Crowley. You got um, oh Adam. god, I just forgot her name. Uh, Oh shit! No. As as in Lucifer's wife. Yeah, Lilith. No, no there's another one. Uh, it's not Carlotta. It's not Carmine. It's something like that. Fuck! I forgot the character name. Anyway, but it's another like hell character and all that kind of shit. Tari, the one that w was the assassin lady. Oh, it was Carmine. Camilla? Oh, I did have it right. <laughs> Camilla. Camilla Carmine. Fuck. Yes, that was it. <laughs> so yeah, all of like these characters that have existed and that you should know of have their own version in this series and i think that's like another really fun part of it yeah it it is a, a really i mean it's an acquired taste oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> like this is not gonna be for everybody no but i think anybody that enjoys a bit of like depravity will find something fun about this show <laughs> I, I knew I was totally on board for it the moment that, like, it started off with a bit of a history of, of um, you know, biblical stuff and referenced Lilith and the whole kind of 
pre-Judeo-Christian belief systems that I was like, cool, sweet, on board for that. And then when they showed angels and I was like, oh, yes, biblically accurate angels. Yes. Fucking creepy dudes with weird eyes and fucking seven wings and, and, and swords everywhere dicks. and shit. Yes. yes. Do not fear me. <laughs> fear me. Okay, cool. Thanks. Uh, okay, I won't. Um, but, yeah, then the music hits and the music hits differently for every single song. Yeah. But. What because, it does for each of them is so interesting. Yeah. Yes, schedule. because specifically each song, they will have a character moment. So you get to learn about somebody's, you know, backstory, why they're in hell, what they do, what they do, and who they are through their song. And the most touching moment for me in this whole series, the thing that, like, gripped me so hard was Angel Dust's song. Because mm-hmm. I connected so hard with that character. I'm like, oh my God, you are my baby now. I love you. <laughs> I mean, and and it's it's then kind of met on the other side by um his duet with the character whose name I can't remember. Um Husk. Oh my god, I love Husk as well. All these yeah, characters the- are just so good. So um the the one that I think I could sell you on this one, Dion character of Husk, who is essentially a, a weird cat demon um, bartender, is voiced mm. by Keith David. Um, Never heard of him. And... <laughs> Get out. Who, um... who you say? Is he a singer from the Broadway? No, he is Goliath. Um, <laughs> yes, I know who Keith but... David is. Good. Okay. He is from They Live, but, not but also Goliath. The best part of... <laughs> I mean, I will say that I'm not sure that Keith David's that great a singer. Um, because no. I, I heard some pretty fucking serious auto tune going on in that number. <laughs> but he's also just Keith David. He don't he yeah. doesn't have to fucking be a great singer. He's Keith no. David. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, yeah. Like it's serviceable. <laughs> yes, sorry, he does the job. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's well technically fine. he could be a demon from hell because he you know, if you go back and look at it, he is the thing from the movie The Thing. Oh right. Yeah. Okay, sorry, took me a moment sure. to work out which thing you were doing. I'm sorry, about. I feel I'd like have not much to add here because I didn't get around to it. I apologize. It's on the list. Like, I mean, I'm gonna, I'll get to, and you know, hey, that's a, it's a great trailer and it makes me excited for, yeah. for this. And also, you know, I like adult content. Uh, yeah, it's an easy watch. Too. Yeah, yeah, an easy yeah, watch. Yeah. Just 20, trying to convince other members of my household to get on board with it is, is like Sisyphus. Yeah. <laughs> so. Pete, you've been real quiet, and, and you have an angelic face on, but I feel like there's there's some things that you want to say. Um, not really. I think <laughs> the, the test here, I think, was was uh, will my love of musicals overcome my ambivalence uh, about uh, animations? And God, it makes it sound like I hate cartoons. I don't. My brain. <laughs> doesn't accept them the way that it accepts other things and I find it hard to connect um, and and focus on them except in some cases where my brain will kind of latch onto it and like it and it's Are hard to say. Are you a prolific Disney movie watcher? No. Oh. You. No, oh. that's That's a whole different person. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know, but I just assumed that you watched 
I mean, I have seen most of them, but I don't rush out to watch them. I kind of just see them eventually, usually when there are children involved that need to watch something. And I'm like, oh, I haven't seen that one yet. This is Um, not really something you could watch with children, right? (laughs) (laughs) Not generally. Uh, And, you know, there are some because I love the music so much, um, like, uh, for example, um, uh, Enchanted, uh, not Enchanted. um, Frozen? Sure. No, nope. Encanto. Encanto is what I was going for. Yes, also yeah. Frozen. I really like the music in Frozen, but like Encanto I'll watch again and again because I love the music so much. Um, or, you know, something like Lower Decks, like I just have so much fun that like my brain surpasses the fact that it is an animation and actually allows me to, you know, focus on it and become, um, you know, more interested. So there are exceptions to the rule and sometimes usually it's other elements. Like if I'm really connecting to the comedy, um, if I'm really connecting to like the broader world, like with Lower Decks, I kind of love that it is Star Trek. Yeah. Um, and it is connected to this broader world and I love the comedy and that all connects. So um, the question here was, is the musical element going to allow my brain to latch onto this thing? Uh, and the answer is I watched a few episodes and I didn't, <laughs> I, I liked them. A few. <laughs> I, I, and then I just kind of didn't go back to it, uh, which indicates to me that it, did, it didn't work. I'm I like the music. I've got nothing it. bad to say about it. The music was it's lots good. of fun. Yeah, it, like the fucking swearing was amazing. Loved mm-hmm. the debauchery. Um, really liked the concept. Not as into the mythology element either as you guys okay. are in terms of like I'm not like super into the um the uh not even as biblically a accurate angels. Girl. I know, but like you know, <laughs> it, you know, there's no. It's Dean and Sam. It's going to be hard for my brain to accept it. Um, so it is like the music is excellent. It's great, um, but I it didn't it didn't it didn't do the thing for my brain that it needs to do for me to have watched the entire thing. Sorry. I mean, it also does have the thing that like the the, the songs are, are really really good, but they also change style. Like yeah. so, you know, kind of it's it's a little hard to hang your hat on if you particularly like a, a particular style of musical number or whatever, I can see that it to go from, you know, a, a kind of ragtimey jazz type thing to something like Poison, which is... is Like rock pop. Yeah, it's, it's you know, mm. kind of, yeah, rock pop. And and then um, some of them are, are, are way more kind of um, ballady and, and almost mm. country and then others are real kind of grungy and and yeah like there is so much in there that that kind of if you if you don't get on board for it i could imagine that it could feel like i don't know where i'm going with this but every every time a a song came through i was like oh yeah no i love very musical styles and this kind of thing um that that's probably something that i enjoyed about it more than anything and and possibly as tari suggested in the chat like if i probably just chucked the soundtrack on and it didn't be like I have to sit down and watch this, you know, animated show now, then, you know, I probably would connect to the music enough to then go back to the animation maybe. Um, um, my very favourite musical soundtrack to listen to at the moment is Hadestown, um, which weirdly <laughs> thematically is kind of on point for this. Um, but, you know, that that kind of um, uh, 
blend of like you know gospel tones and soul tones and the mythology and and all of that in the Hades Town soundtrack like is currently my favorite like musical thing to listen to so you would think that this would actually kind of gel quite well with that area of my brain mm. yeah I, yeah okay I mean it, it was always going to be a, a something that appeals to some and not to others because mm. like it's it doesn't like I love that there's a, this this sort of subgenre of animation out there that is super auteur driven, um, mm -hmm. and is kind of like going, I'm gonna do shit that I really appeals to me, and I almost don't give a fuck if it appeals to anyone else. Yeah. Um, I want it to be super queer. I want it to be super inclusive. I want the characters to be you know in some ways utterly dislikable, but at the same time, you know, really funny and stuff like that. And I love that they're like, oh yeah, this this is this is what I was going for, and I'm just happy that there's something like Amazon in this situation who went, yeah, have the money. But you know what? There was so much hard work involved in getting something like this on like a streaming mm -hmm. service because apparently this existed as a concept on YouTube for years and like yep. never got off the ground. So I mean, there's something to be yeah, said like for. And it's not Bizarre just niche cartoons as well. It's mm. not, it's not just Amazon that's involved with the production. This is like two animation houses and A24 are also involved yeah. in this yeah, as well. So it's like, yeah, 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 sure, like they may have a bit of money uh, behind it, but yeah, but know. I'd imagine it had to be shopped around for ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But like, it's and there is a spin-off series that I haven't actually watched, which is called Hell of a Boss. Um, something for us to do on the weekend. And another thing that I, I wanted to, so another thing that somebody put me onto uh, for people that like this kind of musical animation stuff, um, something that hasn't been picked up yet, but is uh, doing the rounds and getting big uh, attention on YouTube is a series called Lackadaisy. Um, and it's a 1920s style jazz, um, mm. but with like homeless cats and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, it, it's it's fucking got a really beautiful style, and the animation is is this quite scratchy kind of unfinished thing. It's it's worth a look. So yeah, um, and it's it's at that stage now where it's like it's still, um, underground, if mm, you will. Yeah, you know, it's got millions of people who have watched it, but it still, you know, hasn't gotten to the point where somebody's going, oh, we'll pay you a lot of money and take all the sharp edges off. <laughs> so, yes. <sighs> well, I feel like I need to go and watch this. So I'm going to say uh, yes. <laughs> Good. Yes, I, I think it's well worth the look. Anything's yeah. going to um, be better than cats. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I while I was thinking about it, I, I was like, oh, what's what's another um, musical that I I feel like has that real edgy kind of unusual vibe? Because um, when I was watching this, I kept on thinking, what is it? What's a musical that doesn't give a fuck as hard as this doesn't give a fuck? Mm -hmm. um, and I and I kept coming back to Repo, the genetic opera. So, oh my god! Yeah, yeah, um, which is another one, which was a stage show that then became a movie. But which um, one was your first musical that you saw on the film thing that made you get into musicals? Um, Annie. I like when oh, I the was movie, right? Yeah, like five or six or something like that. I remember watching it and being 
oddly emotionally invested in it and going, why do I care about this little redhead child um, <laughs> who was the same age as me at the time? So, you know. Funny, that. Yeah. Mine was um, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. I know, How right? How old were you when you watched that? Oh, look, I mean, does that matter? I watched Terminator when I was like nine and <laughs> I have no problems at all. But he then I watched. Yeah, I turned out fine. <laughs> and then I watched uh, yeah, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. So, like, just you add all those things together and it's like, yeah, that's a normal upbringing. And then late night SBS stuff. Which uh, really I think I've told you the story about that, the, the Rocky Horror Show. Um, when when I was a kid, I was sick, and whenever I was sick, my mum would say, "Oh, do you want something to watch on the from the video store?" And one of my favourite musicals was Little Shop of Horrors, um, <laughs> which incidentally fits this topic because Little Shop yeah. of Horrors was a straight film before it was a musical. Um, oh. So it was a straight film, became a stage play, and then became right the musical of the stage play. Right. Um, and yeah, I was like, oh yeah, totally. Let me get that. And uh, Mum got uh, Rocky Horror, and I was scarred. I wasn't scarred. I liked it. I, was, I thought it was great. I I loved it, but at the same time, I'm like, where's my singing plant? And why is that man wearing? <laughs> <laughs> that just meant you had to. Yeah. Well, we don't. Yeah. Like we we haven't got to go. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Lots of lots of things. Amazing. I liked it. Yeah. It's musical things. Low-key musical. Get people into it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, we can touch on the colour purple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can quickly just talk about the, the colour purple. I don't feel we need to go into that. And I didn't watch the colour purple either because that looks like a straight musical. I'm sure it's great. But then it's, isn't it a Steven I Spielberg? It, I really do want to see it because yeah. I, I will love, definitely see that. Um, Fantasia from fucking mm. classic first season of American Idol. Like, <laughs> mm. And back. I think... That's an interesting one because we we all have that thought in our head that it had done the same thing of being a musical and then oh, fuck's yeah. sake like stealth stealth <laughs> musical in the trailer kind yeah of thing yeah yeah but then we looked at the trailers and realized actually there is some singing and dancing in the trailers <laughs> and we were just wrong <laughs> quite a lot of singing um, we hadn't and been paying attention. It was our um, Berenstain moment. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. It wasn't fooling you. You just weren't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> when it was announced, it wasn't announced. It's and and I think I couldn't remember a trailer that didn't have music in it. What do you <laughs> mean these chicken nuggets aren't vegan? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I do remember when it was announced, everyone was like, why are they doing a... a a remake of the color purple because they didn't say anywhere in any of that stuff that it was the a musical so yeah, it's funny when the trailer like, arrived everyone was yeah. like oh yeah okay it's a yeah because there was a movie version like god only like five years ago it's hard for me to discern time because of covid but i'm hmm. pretty sure there was a pre-covid one uh with oprah in it of the color what? purple yeah the, but the not a musical version purple just... movie had oprah in it we're not like, but that was yeah. not just pre-COVID. When was it? Uh, that was like that was nineteen eighty-five. <laughs> Fuck my life! What is going on? <laughs> You're really <laughs> having trouble there? with time. There, I swear yeah. to God, there's this, a more recent a... "The Color Purple" that was not a musical one. Um, I think so. 
might have been, but but if you look, if you saw the op- the one with Oprah in it, that was the nineteen eighty five one. Unless she's also been in a remake. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Anyway, that was our show for the week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look, there was a Color Purple oh, film God. in 1985, a Color Purple musical in 2005, and then a Color Purple film of the musical in 2023. Okay. Well, oh, this is Jill's real Berenstain moment. Ah, uh, okay. So, no, the, in, in 2018, Warner Brothers announced they would be re- releasing a film. and I'm, So that's, that's oh, pre-COVID. So I think that, that was the thing. That might have been but, what I was thinking about. Yeah. And I think that's how we all got that idea too, that it was going right. to be. So maybe I thought that there was one that had come out before this. Mm. I feel, I, I had the same thing. I'm exactly okay. the same. Okay. So, yeah. Well, thanks. And now I don't feel crazy and attacked no. by Peter. Um, <laughs> you know what you will, you know what Sorry, you will feel attacked by is Dune. 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 Next Tuesday. Back to dude, the regular. Where's my car? <laughs> dude. Where's my car, dude? <laughs> where's where's my where's dude? What's my say? Find out whether what does or not. It say? Dude. <laughs> find out uh, whether or not Timothy Chalamet is the Quizass Hatteract, or uh, if uh, is he just a Wonka? <laughs> Timmy is a Wonka. Um, Timmy's a Wonka. Who's that? Austin? We'll find out whether or not Austin Butler is any good as a Harkonnen. Um, I bet the answer's no. Answers may surprise you, mm. Jill. Yes, but uh, I have thoughts of Dune. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, look, it's it's out this weekend. If you enjoyed the first part, I heartily recommend going and watching it, um, and see it on a big fuck off screen because it is. For for whatever all of the other things it is, it is a big screen film. Yeah. Um, now we got an IMAX back in Sydney. I w- I am actually tempted to go and watch it again in IMAX. Mm. Really? Just for the for the spectacle of it. You're going to take some caffeine to keep you awake. <laughs> um, because <laughs> was you know, the movie? Two hours and forty six minutes. Long. Oof. It goes long. Mm. How long's mm. a sandworm, Jill? <laughs> yeah. Nobody knows. How long's the piece of string? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. yeah. Yes. I love the fact though that in Dune Part Two they did milk a worm, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know you're both like what, and I'm like, yeah, the popcorn fuck bucket isn't too far from the truth. To be honest. Let's, let's just, yeah, it's yeah. In some ways, it's a very loose adaptation, and that like I came in like. Q and I saw it last night and then we saw each other today briefly and was like, I was like, I swear to God that there were bits missing from that. And that was, and I went back and read the, like the book notes again about like what happens. And I'm like, yeah, all of this was missing. And you know, there were parts of it where the David Lynch version is more accurate. So it's just yeah, a little a bit thing. of a, you know, but it uh, uh, wasn't a bad time. Next Tuesday. Yeah. We'll talk about it more next Tuesday. And release the schedule soon so you can keep up. Yes. 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 Indeed. But March. Time marches on. March. How's he smarch weather? Well, it's a weird month, isn't it? Isn't we have don't we have a long February? Yeah, by one We've got one extra, extra day, day. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Will this month never end? <laughs> Usually we're done and dusted by now. Oh no, another March. Sorry, February. <laughs> I'm going to t- actually, maybe this, I'm going to start to work tomorrow and be like, this is not a day. <laughs> this, yeah. this, this is a leap day. 
Isn't it true though? You can't get Isn't arrested. Isn't that when they have like the purge? Yeah, that's what's it. Isn't the purge like all oh, crime shit. is legal tomorrow, right? Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, you can't get arrested on a, on the on the 29th of February. Yeah. And happy. I'm pretty sure that Peter's crime is just going to be having a sleep in. Yeah. <laughs> and, and happy eighth. She's like, what uh, can so, I do? Uh, happy eighth Sweet. birthday to everyone born on the 29th of February. <laughs> you're you're about to retire. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, dear. Anyway, I'm gonna go. Thanks for uh, joining us for the well, musical things. I, I was going to say we could we could go and um, raid somebody, but there ain't nobody to raid at the moment. So, oh, they're getting oh, ready yeah. for the purge tomorrow. Yeah, yeah they, they are. are. They yeah. are indeed. Good journey with the purge. Uh, one quick thing I will say though: uh, watch the first episode of Shogun. Oh, it is. Yeah. Gotta say, I was like, oh, I'm kind of impressed by that. If they can keep that up, go for it. Yeah, I hear good Excellent. things. Yeah, yeah, get into that one. All right. Thanks for listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome podcast. If you have questions, please email info at theperiodictableofawesome.com. Find us on our website, www.theperiodictableofawesome.com, where there's links to our iTunes, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Until next time, stay awesome.